Hey mama, stop what you're doing right now and join my birth classes. It is open enrollment and it's a special one because we have added some extra new bonuses just for you. And hint, hint, don't forget that insurance may reimburse you and you can also use your HSA or your FSA to pay for birth classes. So it's a no brainer. If you join this week, you're gonna get not only a huge discount by using the code BIRTHQUEEN, all in caps, cause you know you are, but you're also going to get six or seven bonuses. Bonus number one, you're gonna get 30 days free in my mama membership, which is where all the magic is happening. After 30 days, you can leave us if you want, boo hoo. Or you can stay with us for 19 a month. And some of my mamas stay with me for years, if that tells you anything. You're also gonna get bonus number two, which is my newborn academy, bonus three, the birth coach class, bonus four, the postpartum recovery roadmap class, along with some other bonuses. And if you join by Friday night at midnight, you're gonna get my birthing waves, which is a brand new course and it's guided meditations for labor and beyond. Brand spanky new and I'm so excited to welcome you in. Don't forget, we hang out with all of our students every Wednesday. We have a pregnancy hangout via Zoom where you get to see my face and my doulas every single Wednesday. I'll see you on the inside. Go to labornursemama.com forward slash the word calm, C-A-L-M, labornursemama.com forward slash calm. I'll see you on the inside. My name is Trish Ware, and I am obsessed with all things pregnancy and birth and helping you to navigate both the practical and the magical seasons of this journey called motherhood. I'm an all-day coffee-sipping mama of seven. I've had the amazing privilege of delivering many babies in my 15-plus year career as a labor and delivery nurse and as a mama of seven. I'm here to help you take the guesswork out of childbirth so you can make the choices that are right for you and your baby. Quick note, this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not replace your medical advice. Check out our full disclaimer at the bottom of the show notes. Hey mamas, I am so excited about this episode today because not only do I have this really cool mama who has an amazing business, but she has a passion about uh, breastfeeding and pumping and she's in the throes of doing it herself, which always makes it so valuable. So welcome, Amanda. I'm so glad to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me, Trish. I'm excited to share what I do with your community. Yay. So I always start off by asking, of course, because it's the birth experience with Labor Nurse Mama, and we are focused all about pregnancy and birth and postpartum. So I always ask my guests, especially my moms who run businesses in this realm, how your birth experience played a role in what you find yourself doing now. So we would love to hear like a quick recap and how that brought you to where you are right now sitting with, if you're watching this on YouTube, then she's sitting with a mannequin behind her. I have one with a belly behind me and she has one with the most gorgeous pumping bra with a pump in it. Thank you. Yeah, I absolutely would love to talk about I've had three very different birth experiences, which I think really is a great something to share about and that not 
each birth is ever going to be the same. With my first, I started having my water a slow leak, so I had to be induced. And it was a very slow and painful induction with Pitocin. It was about 20 hours in labor. And then I had over two hours in pushing because we just could not get my son to descend and go directly into where we needed to be. So it was a very slow, painful birth for my first. My second, I ended up spontaneously going into labor at 36 weeks and he flew right on out in the matter of a couple pushes. So very different experience there. And then my first two births, I did end up going forth with an epidural, but then my most recent, my son is only one. Um, I actually ended up hiring a doula and I did have a, a unmedicated birth and I had an experience with a relaxation tub in the hospital and it was just very different from the other two. And my body just did exactly what it needed to do the whole time. And I was able to really cope with that pain. And, um, you know, it was a very nice experience, especially if he's my last to have a three different experiences to really give myself like a roundabout, like all different experiences with birth. And I really love being able to say that I've been induced. I've had my water break and go into regular labor. And then I've also had my water had to be broken at the end when I was 10 centimeters. So I've had just three very different experiences and all of them are beautiful, of course, but it's nice to be able to say I've done those three different things. Yeah. I love that so much. So tell me what led you in, well, tell everybody what you do and how you, because I know there's a backstory as to why you're doing what you're doing. Of course. I don't think anybody gets into the mommy baby space if you don't have a passion for this industry and to help moms. That's really the goal is to help other mothers so that their experience may be different than yours and be improved upon. So what I was always very interested in breastfeeding, but I had a very difficult time with my first. My milk just would not come in on its own. I had delayed lactation and I had to work very hard for a week with lactation consultants until I was able to get my milk to come in. And I had, he had very uh, poor shallow latch. So we worked a lot about that to get, I had to pump and nurse to try to get that flow going with my milk. And then eventually we weaned from the bottle and I exclusively nursed for the time that I was home on my maternity leave. That experience really pushed me into loving the lactation space because those women who I worked with are the reason why I was able to breastfeed. Otherwise, I would have gone straight to formula. We had supplemented in the beginning and that was fine, but I really wanted to. It was my personal driven to want to breastfeed. Mm -hmm. And I'm really proud of myself that I was able to overcome those hurdles. I used a nipple shield, I pumped and, and combo fed. And then I also did the triple feed where I would pump. I would give that bottle, but then we would also nurse. And it was a very like time-consuming process to do nursing, pumping, and bottle feeding, but I stuck with it. And that at the end of that 12-week maternity leave, I was so proud to say that we were going to keep going on my journey. And then I combo pumped and nursed. And then when I had my second son, we had a different experience where his nursing latch was wonderful in the hospital, but I, he was early and they wanted to make sure that he was being, he was underweight and we had to make sure that he was being fed enough and they weren't confident in my supply. So I was additionally topping him off with pumped breast milk to make sure that his weight was going up. My sons were also jaundiced, which caused a whole different 
game. Like we had to keep going back for his Billy Rubin checks to make sure that those numbers were dropping. It put a lot of pressure on me breastfeeding because I feel like the pediatrician really likes to see facts. How many ounces are they getting? And when you're breastfeeding at the breast, you don't know how many ounces your, your child's mm-hmm. transferring. So working with lactation consultants, they actually helped me do weighed feeding so that I had that confidence that my children were transferring enough milk and that they were gaining. And it was just, it's a process. It's just a slow, steady process. But I really, each child has given me so much information about breastfeeding and lactation that it created this passion for me. And that's why I I love that I can incorporate what I do with those experiences in breastfeeding. So in 2019, after my second son was born, I had this idea where I was already a bra designer. I've been working in the industry my whole career. I was working for mass market brands. So just regular. So exciting, a bra designer. Who gets to say that? (laughs) There's very few. Um, It's very specialty. So I was working for companies where we just, you know, worked for regular apparel industry and like the bras are beautiful, but there's no function to them. It's just, they're a bra. They hold your chest and they give you support. But to find a bra for pumping and nursing, that's going to hold your breast shape in a really nice flattering position also so that you can quickly unlatch and feed your baby and hands-free hold your breast pump is like a unicorn of a bra to find. There's just no options. And especially when my first son in 2016, the options were even more limited. So it came to me after my second son was born that I have this passion for breastfeeding. And I also am very passionate about bra making. This is my career. This is what I do. Why am I not diving in and helping these women with bras that could help improve their postpartum experience? So that's where I started meshing my two worlds together, the bra industry and the breastfeeding industry. So I could really give myself to this community and say, look, I know this is my personal experience. I can help you find a better bra that's going to make or break your experience. And as silly as it sounds, the right nursing and pumping bra can absolutely make a difference in your breastfeeding experience. And just the smooth, like anything that's difficult when you're in postpartum can cause overwhelm. Anything. So it's the the ease of function that can stress you out, whether it's fussy and you can't get the, the baby screaming at you while you're trying to unlatch. And then also there's postpartum sweat. And when you're really like your skin is very sensitive and if you are very, very overtouched out and you're sweaty, you're not going to be comfortable. And then that's going to impact your milk flow. There's just so much that goes into it that you mm-hmm. wouldn't think about just a bra, but women are pretty much live in their nursing and pumping bras when they're postpartum. You're barely wearing clothes. You're running around your house with a pumping bra on. And it's just, if it's easy, it's going to help a mom be comfortable and it's going to improve her overall mood and just how easily she can do what she needs to do to feed her baby. And that's really like my brand is all about helping moms and their style of breastfeeding and giving them the garment that they need to do what they, it's going to fit best for their lifestyle. So we're all about moms and self-care and feeling feminine. And when I started this brand, 
that was my goal was to give postpartum moms a product that they felt beautiful in, something that they actually were like, wow, this garment was intentionally designed for me. Instead of your traditional nursing and pumping bras are very basic and plain. There's not a lot of thought that goes into them. And they definitely don't rate on the fashion scale when yeah. it comes to dressing in the, with your regular apparel. Pumping and nursing bras were not traditionally something you would see as a, a fancy or, or beautiful undergarment. So now I feel like this is my chance to dive in and change the way the world looks at their nursing and pumping bras. And, and that's why I'm so passionate about it because I've, I've done it. It can be done. And moms are really responsive to what I've been able to, to bring to market. I love that so much. And before we started recording, you were saying that you work with a lot of the pump brands and the different tools, if you will, that a lot of moms finding themselves using. And so your bras are designed to work with specific pumps so that there's not, oh yeah, this is a pumping bra and you just hope it works with the pump you have. So talk about that, like your experience with that. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm very closely connected to a lot of the breast pump companies. Um, I work with them because a lot of them have different flanges. Uh, so one of the companies that I, I, I talk with a lot is Pumpables. Their, their pump is really hot right now. They have a small portable breast pump and their flanges are really large. And that poses a problem where there's not a lot of breast pumps on the market that have a similar flange to this. So okay. the pumping bras don't usually fit. So I do have a few different options that I work with them so that I can give moms an option that fits this really wide flange. Okay. And because these pumps are ever changing on the market, it's important for the company that's making the bras to know what's out there. There's a lot of wearable breast pumps on the market right now. I personally use a lot of these as well. And they're really large mobile devices. Okay, so for those of you, <laughs> for those of you who are listening, you have to go to YouTube to watch the video because I had no idea that pump was in that bra. Like you just pulled, I thought it was going to be this little sleek, like Haka's ladybug or something. And she just pulled out like a full on breast pump boob. <laughs> it was concealed it completely. It was concealed. In Exactly. So that's what I, I do is I actually buy the pumps uh, with my own money from the brand, or if I'm working with a company, they've sometimes sponsored pumps with me, but I make sure that when I design that they're compatible. And that makes a really big difference because well, like, you, you nailed just it on that one. <laughs> Thank you. I had no idea um, that was in there. When a mom is spending, like this is the LV and it retails for around $500. Mm -hmm. And if you're spending that kind of money and then you buy a bra that has no, you have no idea if it's going to fit with it. And how would you know, like when you go to the market, if it's compatible or not? Uh, so I make sure that these are compatible. I do all the work for the moms. And then when I, when I speak to them and I do sizing consults. So when I, I start off my sizing consults, we say, what pump are you using? And then let's talk about which bras are compatible with your pump. And I feel like that's a really huge like jump forwards for moms. So I take all of that guesswork out of it by already creating product that I know is compatible. And I know because I'm a lactating mom and I've already used it together. So I have that personal experience. And I really think that makes all the difference when it comes to this industry that I myself have pumped and I'm currently still pumping and using this product. I love that so much. And for those of you guys who have never been sized for a bra, 
it's life-changing. Like it really is. So I love that you're doing that for these mamas who, I mean, for me, when I was breastfeeding, like uh, my breasts took a life of their own. So I have oh. like, it would have been invaluable to me to be able, cause I don't think that I've ever gone anywhere where they size you, like measure you or consult you about the right bra for you. Oh, it's a very unique like niche in the market and you would have to go to a really high-end boutique, but I mm -hmm. do it virtually with measurements. Like I have a, a science to it that I, I can pretty much get moms in a bra that's going to fit them very much perfectly. And the right size bra is life-changing because it can help you with back pain, especially when you're breastfeeding. Oh, the weight. All of that. Let's just, let's talk about that for a second. So when we're just, we're not before breastfeeding, but when you are pregnant, our breast tissue immediately mm -hmm. starts changing. I offer maternity bras as well because you need that support. When I was pregnant and I started wearing just like really thin cotton bralettes, the straps are really skinny and there's just not a lot of support. Mm -hmm. And I had aches, my back was hurting as well. Like I needed some support. So I offer things like this one where I have a really wide strap. It's really comfortable and the, the stretch is really perfect for breast tissue growth and it's not compressed against you. Things like that, you really mm -hmm. need as early as your first trimester. Like as soon as I knew I was, I didn't even know I was pregnant actually. I had the breast pain prior to getting my positive test. That's when you can start already seeing breast tissue changes. And then as you go into second and third trimester, you're usually gaining one to two cup sizes already. And then when your milk comes oh, yeah. in, it could be even more, a third cup size to that point. So bras that have the right fabric that's going to grow with you and support your breast tissue is an absolute must. If you're wearing something that's unsupportive or it's putting pressure on your breast milk ducts, like you're going to have issues. And I always try to drive that point to moms that investing in yourself and your body is going to improve your postpartum experience. So even if it's just one or two bras that are well fitting, wear them every single day, wash them like a couple times a week if mm -hmm. you need to, but having something that's going to support you and make you feel good through your pregnancy and postpartum will make your postpartum experience a hundred percent. And traditionally, for that breast pain, especially in the first trimester, which the nurses I work with, which are brutal, they would be like, are you having triplets? Because I had my breasts and then my big belly, but I slept in a sports bra because of the same things. I had so much tenderness and pain. So I love that you give an offering for that isn't just an, a sports oh, bra. Yes as well. One thing that I like is I like to be inclusive because there are so many body types and all women are going to be going through pregnancy and postpartum. So there shouldn't really be this like, oh, we don't offer that size or we don't offer something for that type of breast pump. It's all about inclusivity. So I have something for small chested moms, busty moms. I have plus size. I have nursing, maternity, pumping, wearable breast pumps, flange breast pumps. Like I try to hit all those buckets because it's so important for those women to feel included that they have something for themselves. And you have bralettes. Like I love the fact that you, <laughs> I am so love, like I feel, and, and this is not important to a lot of women because one of my best friends is like, we joke, cause I'm like the type of girl that, 
I will, my husband actually found out how much I spend on lipstick recently, which was not intended, but he did. But I will spend a good amount of money on things that make me feel good or make me feel feminine or what have you. And then I have a friend that she could care less. She, I, I have a daughter, the same thing. Like I have two different daughters, totally different spectrum as far as one is all about style. The other one is give me two minutes. I'm ready to go. We can go wherever. I don't care. So I love that for those moms who, cause I have a birth class and we have a private mama community that I I spend a lot more time with women during their postpartum period than I ever did before because before I was your labor nurse and I would labor you and then I would spend two hours with you post-birth and then you're gone you go to postpartum so it's been really sweet to expand my own knowledge of all the different types of moms and one thing I hear a lot because we do weekly coaching with our students and our members in our community is they're comparing themselves with people online. They're not feeling like they're celebrating their postpartum body and they're not like really, I see all the these trends of showing my like how it really is in postpartum. And the thing is, it's the same with pregnancy and I'm going off on a tangent. I told you, I warned you ahead of time, but I think what I really like about your product is that when, so I've been a mom for a very long time. My oldest is in his thirties and I had him super young and then I had Grayson super young. So I'm still in the throes of motherhood. But I, when I had Ian, I still wanted to feel sometimes a really gorgeous bra can make you feel amazing. Like no one may ever see it, but you, but it makes you feel amazing. And for some of you guys listening, you're like, what the hell? That is ridiculous. But for some people it is, it's the truth. Like I, I am obsessed with gorgeous bras and panty sets. That's my thing. It's one of my things. So now y'all are learning that about me. But I love that your product allows for, because not everybody needs that. Some people like are totally happy with a sports bra and just yanking their boob out and breastfeeding. And that's great. Thank God we have all of us because we all make such a beautiful picture of what motherhood is. But I love that you have all these options that allow people like me that actually obsess over pretty bras (laughs) to have that option while you're breastfeeding because it's the little things sometimes in your motherhood journey, that little thing that speaks to you that I think is so valuable. So when I had my first and I'm I'm working at a, a big corporate office for regular fashion apparel, there was this joke that if a bra was unattractive, that it looked like a nursing bra. And then here I am, like the first one of all the girls to have a baby. And that just really dug into me. I couldn't stand that comment that why is it that a nursing bra had to have the stereotype as being unattractive, ugly, ill-fitting? Like I didn't like having to have that comparison. And I was always a bralette type person. I designed the most gorgeous bralettes and I hated that I couldn't wear them anymore. And that's really where this whole thing came about because I wanted to look like everyone else, feel beautiful. And breastfeeding is, I always say this, breastfeeding is no longer just a few months. Women are breastfeeding for longer than ever before. The rates show that it's 
I have to disagree a little bit. I think that women are admitting. True. <laughs> it's not just this fringe section of society because I breastfed Grayson longer than I'm probably comfortable to admit on here, but he was my last and whatever. But I think that the benefits are like... I think that when I was a younger mom, it was like the hippie fringe moms that breastfed longer. And then I think there was a lot of moms in other areas that wanted to, but there was a lot of pressure on them. But what I love about your generation and what I love uh, for seeing for my daughters is that you guys are standing up for what you want. Like what's best for me, not what you say is best for me, but you're educated and you're empowered. This is why I have my birth classes and my mama uh, community is I'm learning from you guys. When I was a younger mom, you had to be that like way out there on the fringe type mom to do anything different than what you were told to do and what I love about your generation is you guys are like screw you this is what I want and you guys have a lot more evidence base to back it and I so again off on a tangent but I think there's a lot to be said about your generation you guys see it you go for it and you do it and you're like okay deal with it or don't like you just have a much easier time in some senses setting up boundaries about what you want I completely agree there. And you're right. It's, I would say maybe I should rephrase it to, it is more acceptable to mm -hmm. say that you're breastfeeding for longer. And I find that there's more, like you said, evidence-based. We have our AAP recommendations now and women are no longer being told that it's a one to 12 months type of thing mm -hmm. that breastfeeding past one is now more widely acceptable. We have our laws in place for the pump act where you're protected to pump after you return to work, which has made a huge impact on women breastfeeding past their three to six month maternity leave, depending on your state that you live in. So I'm getting customers that are in their second year and they're still buying product because they're breastfeeding. They're not just breastfeeding for one year, two years. Sometimes it's three years. And there are moms who go longer than three years even. But I'm finding that you want to feel yourself again. And when we talk about self-care and feeling feminine again, you wouldn't want to wear that ill-fitting nursing or pumping bra for three years of your life postpartum. And then you're probably getting pregnant again and having your second at that point. So then you're going back to maternity. So most moms, if they have three, like I have three kids, I have been either pregnant or breastfeeding since 2015. And we're Girl. going into 2023 and I'm Girl, still listen. So <laughs> I have needed to take control of that and, and find something that made me feel good about myself and that I wasn't going to just accept what was out there that I knew that there could be better for moms. And, and that's why I do this. I don't think anyone would really go through entrepreneurship and all this product development, the cost to own your own business, the time and energy, if you really weren't trying to solve a problem and help women in this community to find something better for their postpartum experience. And when I hear back from moms who have gone into my website and they purchased something, their feedback and their face, they just are so excited about it. And they'll they send me a lot yeah. of photos of, I have never had a bra that fit like this before. This is amazing. I'm so comfortable. I'm never taking it off. And I just love that. That's what I, I live for that. It's just helping women find something that works for them. And plus just a side note is that 
when I began my journey breastfeeding, and listen, mm. I have breastfed in the 90s, the 2000s, and the 2010s. <laughs> so I feel like I've run the gamut on what's been out there. And when I started breastfeeding, you had to go to motherhood. That I don't even know if that's still a store. And they had nude, white, or black of the same ginormica. And here I was, I had EM when I was 17, so I was very young. And here I was like 17, having to wear what I considered a granny bra that I had only seen in my grandma's drawers. And, you know, the thing about what I love about nursing bras that just look like bras, that just look like your bra that you would pick out if you were at the mall, is that well, and, and let's just add a little kinky twist to it is that it also is sexy and easily accessible for your partner. <laughs> yeah. So right there, it's a little bit of a sexy thing, like a little lingerie going on. And sorry, my son edits my podcast, but he just, he's learning it all. But you know what I'm saying? There's lace and it's pretty and you're not like if, if, things turn differently for you and your partner and you still have on your nursing bra, you're not going to be like, oh my God, I'm going to look like grandma here in two seconds when he takes my shirt off. So I think that again, that's not important to everyone because I'll get those people who will say something, but if it's important to you, and I really do feel like as vain as it might be in some ways, something is important to you and makes you feel good. It can change your whole perspective about your day. So when you have your baby, you, your well, sleep deprivation, that's a whole beast of its own. But when you're sleepy and your baby may be crying, or like you said, like it's difficult to get into your bra to get the pump on or to get the pump off or any little thing can set you off. So I think just whatever we can do to empower moms to make their journey more enjoyable and easier and more functional. And like you said, your why. And I think that's the most important thing. I know my why too. Like my why is so that at some point, women don't need me that they can go into their birth and feel confident that it's going to be the best thing for them without them having to fight the system and have to, everyone's going to always need education. There's a part of Labor Nurse Mama as a team that part of ours is to advocate for women's rights. So I think knowing your why, and I love your why is so like relatable and born from your own struggles, because that's the most genuine for sure. And I agree. I love that there are accounts like yours that are out there educating moms during their pregnancy. And I didn't really have Instagram prior to, I would say my second. So when I had my first, I really didn't have enough background on what I was doing and not just with breastfeeding, but I didn't know my rights either when I was induced. And, and when I had my doula for my third, we talked through the fact that I had been induced and I didn't know like there were other options besides Pitocin to get started. And it, it set me mm -hmm. off for a very painful, slow induction. And going back, I like, you always say, oh, I wish I had done things differently, but I'm just glad that I've had yeah. a second and third experience to advocate for mm -hmm. myself. And especially let's talk about this one. My third is during the pandemic. And I felt very differently about my birth experience because I had a mask on for nine uh, centimeters of my labor before yeah, I ripped I it off my face and said, I can't do this anymore. It was very difficult having a mask on 
I felt like the doctors were very short with me when they came in because that everybody's like, you know, fending for themselves. Nobody wants to be around somebody. I mean, I'd already had a COVID test to make sure. It's just a very different experience having a baby through a pandemic. And I feel so much for those moms who had their first during the pandemic because it's just different experience. My husband couldn't even come to the appointments for the majority of the time. And it's just, it was such a Oh, girl. experience. Oh, it really did. I launched my first birth course in April of 2020, and it was in the works for nine months. So we had no idea when we launched it, the actual difficulties that our students would be facing. So we launched it based on what we have. I've been a labor nurse at the, now at this point, almost 17 years, but launched it with the struggles I had in mind that I had seen over the course of my career. And suddenly I had these moms who were having to give birth alone without their partner, without a doula, without any family, just them and a stranger. And I never anticipated that. I was so thankful that we, the timing was perfect because I was able to journey through that with a lot of women, but man, you guys who have given birth during COVID, what one day our children are going to watch documentaries where they interview all of us having, and like for our kids, COVID is the life-changing event for some of my kids. It was September 11th. And so Goodness, but that's a whole nother podcast again. And I, I want to try to keep this where this busy mamas can listen. So what else is something that you feel is valuable for women when they're picking out their pump and the bra to go with it or anything else like you really want women to know during this breastfeeding journey? So my number one tip on that topic is before you select your pump, so most insurance will give you a pump and you might not have all the options, but before you go into selecting that pump, something you want to think about is what's going to fit into my lifestyle. So if you can foresee yourself wanting to move around while you're pumping, don't pick something that has to be plugged into the wall. If you can opt for an upcharge, I know one of the popular ones, Motif, they have both a corded option and a battery pack option. And if you can see the need of being able to pump a little bit more mobile, upcharge to the one that has the battery pack. Something as simple as that could make your experience. If you know that you work in a medical field and you are not going to have a private space, then maybe you want to pick something like the Willow or the LV and those pumps you might not get 100% covered, but they're pumps that go in your bra and are discreet. And those may also make your experience because you can fit it in if you work shift work. I hear from a lot of moms that have to bend over in the hospital taking care of patients and they aren't able to go take that private space when they need to pump. And the willow is one of the ones that's designed to be able to bend over. Think about what you're going to do while you're pumping because not everyone has the beauty of sitting on the couch pumping in the vertical upright position right next mm-hmm. to the wall outlet. So there are endless options. There's also a lot of help on social media, a lot of good accounts that know all the differences between the pumps and have reviews that you can watch ahead of time. You're not going to know how you respond to a pump, unfortunately, until you start using it. 
but you can at least pick something that's going to fit into your bucket of how you're going to be breastfeeding. And that's the mobility factor for me. Don't pick something that's not going to fit your active lifestyle. If you're a mom, mm-hmm. that's going to be pumping on the go. I pump in the car all the time. And that's something that I was about to say the same thing. I think it's so important to get one that runs on batteries just for that. Cause you would never believe how much you end up pumping in the car. Yes. And even if it's not while driving, it might be using your car before and after going to a meeting or work and something that you don't have to worry about. The plug is a huge benefit. And I use a lot of the mobile pumps in addition to the hands recordless flange options, but other moms might not have that ability. So just find something that's either in your price bucket, of course, covered by insurance or fits that if you can get something that has the mobility, it's going to make a huge difference for you. So when I had Grayson, my insurance company offered like three choices. So you're saying that some will allow you to put that credit towards the pump of your choice, even if they don't offer that one? Yes. So I would say suggest for anyone who's trying to figure this out right now, you might want to call your insurance first to figure out if they will do a credit towards some pumps that are not on there. Sometimes you can submit a a super bill like to your insurance and have them give Mm -hmm. you the credit that can apply towards your breast pump. But then now, like when you go to the companies that they say you can get, there's usually like a third party pump company there are way more options than ever before. And we're talking like, so I, my oldest is going to be seven. Even then I had two options, Spectra and Medela. And then that was me. Yep. Mine is seven as well. Yeah. And now I had 12 options when I went on there and I was able to pick something else. So you don't Mm -hmm. have to just settle for one or the other, but I know that some of them, like these smaller mobile ones, you can get a credit towards them if you call your insurance and everyone's is different, but I would use that as a, a rule of thumb to just give your insurance a call and ask them what you're eligible for. Some moms don't even know that they can get a free breast pump and that's huge cost savings for you. And if you're not even sure if you're going to use it, get it anyway. You never know what's going to happen and it what's included in your insurance. You're eligible for it. Yes. And then you can sell it on Facebook marketplace. There you go. Or donate it to a friend that might be needing it. Yeah. It's been so nice to have you on here and talk about these different aspects of your business and your life and your journey. So the last thing that I always ask, let me ask you this first, tell everyone where they can find you and where they can buy your gorgeous bras. Yeah. So my website is Davin and Adley, D-A-V-I-N-A-N-D-A-D-L-E-Y.com. And on my website, I have a catalog of all my different bras, tons of images. And then you can always email me or find me on social media. I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Davin and Adley. And I will help you find something for you that's going to work for your entire postpartum journey. And if you are also interested, I can give a code to your followers. The code Labor Nurse Mama will give you 10% off at davinandadley.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Let me ask you real quick. How do they do the consult with you? Is there a way on your site if they want to do the measurements? I'm because I'm still a very small business. It's very manual. So they just send me an email and I'm the only one that reads the email. So I handle the consults right there myself in either email or Instagram DM. Either one works. 
Oh, awesome. Because I think that's, get the right one. That'll make all the difference in the world. All right. Thank you so much for coming today. Last question I ask all my guests because my, my listeners know I am all about us learning how to celebrate our differences and celebrate ourselves. Because I think as moms, we're always building up other people, but we tend to pull ourselves down in some ways. So my last question is, Amanda, if I were to ask you what your superpower is, what would you say? I love that question. I have got to say my superpower is multitasking. And I love talking about this because women who who say that, oh, I can't do this or that because I'm a mom and I have to take care of my kids. I built this brand with a newborn baby in the bassinet behind me while I was sketching and designing into the product. And for the last three years, not only did I have my kids, but I was homeschooling during the pandemic, working two jobs because this was my side project up until recently that I could leave my full-time job and raising three kids through this pandemic while starting my own business. So I I love to tell moms that you can multitask, you can do this, you can do anything you set your mind to as long as you're passionate about it and dedicated Mm. and you just keep pushing forward. And I have been the multitasking super mom queen when it comes to launching a business during this crazy time of my life. And it's not by no means easy. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see that I am not put together all the time. And I, I crazy every morning with my children and getting them ready. But I do take that time. I come back to my home office and I work on this business because I can be mom and a business owner. And it's, you can multitask and you can do it. And I love empowering women that there's a lot of women who want to start their own business as well. And I kind of love being that role model as well, that you can absolutely, while having your young children work from home and multitask, and there's ways to, to get it all done. Oh, girl, that we could go forever on that one. I feel the same way. Like I, I think it's really important when you blend, when you know your why and you know why you're doing what you're doing and you blend that passion with building a business, it can go anywhere. Like I am living proof here. I went from working uh, as a nurse and homeschooling three children and working at night late on labor nurse mama to building a six figure business or multiple six figure business that it's all built on my passion for empowering women and loving community. I love my community so much. Thank you so much for being here with us and sharing some of your insight into this really important topics. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, Trisha. It was so great being here with you. Hey mama, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the birth experience with labor nurse mama. I love talking about ways we as moms can make our life easier during postpartum. So if that's you, hit the review button and say, hell yeah, make my life easier. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love you guys. And as always, we'll see you again next week on Friday. Bye for now.